This episode of the MFG Cast is sponsored by BattleBards. BattleBards is your premium tabletop audio for your RPGs, tabletop games, etc. From sound effects to monsterscapes. Soundscapes. To scripts and languages. If it's passage y'all be seeking, it won't be comfortable or cheap. Go, Dasek, Bikil, Sariv, Shotleg, Nomeno, Munthrek, Sariabskile. And last but not least, incredible musical scores. Not only can you get this great fantasy audio, but you can get something free from the MFG Cast with coupon codes. Use the MFG Cast code MFGCast1 when buying the $10 and $25 packages and get the Soul Forging score music. And get the score music Dwarf Temple the Soul Forging. Use the code MFGCast2 when buying your $50 and $100 packages to receive five free tracks, including I Monster Combat. Behold Extermination, the Soundscape Dungeon, Dungeon of Lost, Inhabited, the NPC Script, Armor Smith, Steel and Silk, and Sound Effect, Short Bow, Arrow Barrage. And lastly, with using your MFG Cast 3 code for the $150 and $300 packages, you get a total of 10 tracks, which is one full album, including the score, Dark Elf City, Morning Doer, the Sound Effect, Magic Missile Spell, the Monsterscape, Common, Giant, Torture, Hill Giant, and Entertaining at Home. The Racial Language, Orcish, or Brood, Lashes Out. And, and the Soundscape, Castle Ruins, Ruins of the Black Castle at Night. Use those codes to not only get wonderful Battle Bards music, but to get something free from us. And get your MF game on. And now, back to the show. This is the MFG Cast. Hey guys, Kurt here, here to do another review for you. This time, the review we're doing is for Assassin Con by Mayday Games, published by Mayday Games, designed by Bin Vo, 
and art by Marco Echeverria. I'm sorry to both of those people if I completely slaughtered your name, but I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> in Assassin Con, it's a four to six player game in where you are assassins that go to basically a con called Assassin Con. The one time each year when all the cloaks and daggers gather to attend se- on attend seminars on practical invisibility and browse the latest in ninja hoods. But the real action is in the game, sneaking silently through the shadowed corridors. Pursue as you are pursued. Eliminate your opponents. In this game, skill and strategy mean the difference between success and a truly heinous headache. Good luck, and may the best assassin win. So basically what happens is in Assassin Con, you're playing as assassins at a convention, participating in a contest to prove which one is the best assassin. It comes with an a, a introductory scenario, but then you can, to learn the game mechanics, but then you can move on to, you can move to the regular game and play it that way. Assassin Con is played over a series of rounds. At the start of each round, players choose an assassin's deck of cards and also receive a target to pursue. Points are scored by eliminating your rivals, or successfully calling guards on the person that's pursuing you. The first player to get to five points wins the game and claims the title of Master Assassin. With uh, what you get here, you'll get Assassin Pawns, which are tokens that represent each each player. It's got a little character caricature and color of each pawn. I, say, I would say with these components, it's basically your cardboard figures on a little standee. I wish they would have done a little bit different with that and upgraded the component a little bit differently because I'm not a big fan of the cardboard standees myself because if they're not made very good, or even if they are made very good, chances are we're going to ruin them. I mean, just in first playing this game, we started putting our pawns in there and we are, and one of us, I think it was even me, attempted to put one in and ripped it because sometimes that's just how it works with standees. Um, also, you get movement cards, which are color-coded and have uh, letters A through C. Also, you get target cards, which each, each assassin has a target card associated with it. These should be included with the similarly colored deck. And then you have status cards. These cards are used to define the target of each assassin. And then when you're eliminated, you flip it over on the other side, and it says, you're eliminated! Or it says, eliminated! And <laughs> you're eliminated from the game. Point tokens, you also have a front and back. One side that's kind of like a burgundy, the other side is black. These two-sided tokens track the score. The first player to acquire five points wins. And then you also get a lead assassin card. That's basically the the first player. It determines lead assassin, but it also means that they, they collect and reveal movement cards. They also resolve uh, order of eliminations, and then it passes clockwise after each round. So how do you set up Assassin? So basically at the start of each round, you randomly place six assassins onto the game with a star next to that name. Uh, place all the point tokens in a pile near the board. Then if it's the first round, you randomly choose the lead assassin. You give them the lead assassin card. And then at the start of the future rounds, of course, it goes clockwise, like I said before. In the first round, all players place their status cards face up with the one in the top left. This designates the player to the right as their target. You have your status card has a little, I don't know, a little assassin-looking guy on half of the card on the left, which says one, and then on the right side, it has an upside-down two with a little target, so basically it means that the the little uh, darkened guy on the left means to, to your left is the guy that's pursuing you, and then the target, it means that to the person on your right, you're pursuing them. At the start of all future rounds, players alternate the card's directions to the other number. So basically you would switch. So then next round, the pursuer would be on your right and then the target would be on your left. So you kind of 
go back and forth in different directions to kind of sneak around and take out the other take out the other crew. Then players secretly choose an assassin deck. Um, you make six decks of movement cards for each color assassin and place their uh, target card on top of that, so you don't see what the color is, except for you know what the target is on the actual thing. Um, next, the lead assassin turns all decks face down while everyone closes their eyes. The lead assassin shuffles the deck and chooses one to place in front of them. Then the lead assassin closes their eyes while the rest of the players open their eyes. Starting with the next clockwise player to the lead assassin, players choose the assassin deck. A player's identity matches the assassin deck, so you keep it secret. So basically it means that everybody chooses their own deck while everyone closes their eyes and it basically you keep that secret to who, what color you are so people don't know what assassin you are. Each player then gives their target card face down to their pursuer as designated by their status card. The pursuer secretly looks at their target's card. Keep an area open at the bottom board for movement cards to be played. Basically on the, on the bottom of the board it's got colors in order with the characters' faces on it starting with white and ending with red. And then if you're playing with fewer than six players if playing with fewer than six players, you're going to actually place any remaining decks in the dummy spaces that are located on the board and place those target cards from those decks on the inactive target space. And you don't look at those cards because then you don't want to know who those other dummy characters are, so keep that secret. Now let's take a look at gameplay. So basically you want to be the first player to get five points at the end of a round. Points are earned in two ways, eliminating a target or calling guards. So what's going to happen is during your turn, you're going to have three phases, a planning phase, movement phase, and elimination phase. In the planning phase, each player selects a movement card from their hand. The lead assassin collects all the cards from the players, not looking at them, and shuffles them. If there are dummy players, the lead assassin adds the top card of each dummy deck to the cards before to the cards before shuffling. Eliminated players also contribute cards during the phase during this phase with the goal of spooking the others into calling guards on them. So for calling guards, any time during the planning phase, a player may call guards by yelling guards while accusing the other player he believes to be the pursuer. If multiple people call guards at the same time, the person holding the lead assassin card decides which accusation is gonna be first and so on. So when you call guards, one of the three situations can happen. If the accusation is correct, the accuser gets one point, plus all the points accumulated by the pursuer. So basically if the other, if the person that's pursuing them gets three points, you're gonna get one point for getting the accusation right, plus you're gonna be getting all those, those three points from the pursuer that they got for that round. If the accusation is incorrect and the color matches that of an eliminated player, the eliminated player receives two points. So even if you get assassinated during this game, you can still collect points, still win the game, which is pretty cool, I like that. It's not just a one and done thing. Um, if the accusation is incorrect and the color matches that of an active player or a dummy player, every player, except for the person that's accusing, receives two points. And then in any case, the round ends immediately and you begin a new round. After, if there's a calling guards phase, you move on to the movement phase. So the lead assassin reveals the shuffle cards one by one. You place each card below its co corresponding color space in the area under the board. Then the lead, the lead assassin moves each pawn according to the letter on the board. If, depending upon what's on the board here, a double arrow means you can meet, move between rooms. A circle and one arrow means you can only move one way, so it's basically a dead end and you can only move one, one way to get out. And a stop sign means you must stay in that room. And then after that comes the elimination phase. If, after movement, a player is in the same room as their target, they may make an elimination. 
The player demonstrates this by showing the color of his deck to only his target and nobody else. Target confirms whether the assassin is successful. If they're successful, the pursuer receives one point, black side until the round, end of the round. Eliminated player flips over a status card to eliminated, and then the eliminated player gives his target card to his pursuer, and then you discard the old target card to the inactive card space. If you're unsuccessful, the player flips their own status card to eliminated and gives their target card to the pursuer, who discards the player's old target card to the inactive target space. If you decide that you're going to try to eliminate somebody, you better make sure you're right, because if you're not, you're going to get eliminated. Then also what they do is they have special rooms. So players can also eliminate targets by three special rooms marked with map icons. You have like one that it's yellow with a little lightning bolt, which is an electrical room. You've got a red one with a target on it, which is a sniper booth. And then you've got a blue one with a camera that's a security office. And each special room has, a, has power over three rooms matching color and marked with the same icon next to their name. For example, the electrical room has the power over the two escalators and the security office. And then as a normal elimination, the player shows it to their target and to do see if they get, get the success. And then depending upon, you know, if it happens or not, it happens, it, it goes just like what I told with the elimination phase. What they tell you in this game too, which is actually a really good, a really good hint, is to pick your battles. So if you want to eliminate somebody, you got to make sure you do it at the right time. Make sure you do it in the right room. Make sure that you don't think that anybody's going to be on your tail once you actually, you know, pick them as the assassination. It's all about timing. So you got to make sure you have the right time and, you know, make sure it's the right place. <laughs> so what do we think about this game? Uh, we'll do it by our new rating system. So either it's, we love it. We want to buy it. We want to play it all the time. It's a lot of fun. It's it's a new fave. Could be an old fave to come. We have uh, Like It. It's good. We like to play it. It might not be something that we go out and buy right away, but you know, if somebody has it, we'll play it. It'll be a lot of fun. We also have Eh, It's Okay. Basically one of those, like, if there's nothing else to play, we'll bring it out. You know, if somebody, you know, somebody has something better to play, we'd play that instead. Or we have a fuck this game. It's We can't stand it. We would not recommend it. For Sascon, I would say we like it. It's pretty easy to play. Uh, when we first started, it was kind of confusing to figure out with the status cards. But once you kind of get going, it's pretty easy to pick up and play. The bits, I wish the bits were a little bit better, like I said, with the whole cardboard standees. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of those. I never have been. I never will be. Especially with having a little kid around the house, he... Is pretty harsh when it comes to playing with pieces, so it's you know it's something where I wish it would be upgraded to you know something a little bit better. Um, also, the art—I'm not a huge fan of the art. It's not the worst in the world, but it's not the best in the world either. But um, as far as the gameplay goes, it's fun. You know, it's kind of—it's got a cool mechanic where you know basically everyone's just kind of sneaking around trying to take out the other guy without getting taken out first. Also, you know, it's the strategy of trying to take out somebody and and being at the right place at the right time to where other people can't pursue you. So, plus I like having the special rooms, the electrical room, sniper room, and security office, so basically you can get get them stuck on the elevator and take them out, or, you know, perched up high, you know, you got the old, the old nice sniper shot where you take somebody else out. You know, it's it's something that, depending upon how how you are with 
the theme of it, you know, assassins, you know, killing and stuff like that. Like the theme of it and the play of it, you know, it's pretty harmless, you know, the the look of the board and stuff like that. So it doesn't really scream like, oh, we're killing people, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, if you're, I'm a pretty laid back parent and just having him play this, you know, it's basically like having him play Skylanders, you know, you, you, you fight somebody, you beat somebody, that's what happens, you know, it, it, it happens game by game. So I look at it that way. So, you know, there may be some parents that don't want don't want their kids playing this, so it might be more of an adult game. But I'm not too worried about that kind of thing. And he, Logan, and we played this with Logan, and he didn't t- seem too affected by it. Like, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is like, you know, oh my, I can't believe that we're doing this. You know, it's just, hey, you fight somebody, you beat somebody, whatever. So it's a game that I think the original price is 30 bucks. Yeah, I think that's a little much. I think on Amazon right now it's as this, uh, as of this recording it's like twenty one, twenty two dollars. I think that's actually a pretty good price for this game. So if you're willing to try it out and you have the money, go ahead and check it out. And that is Assassin Con by Mayday Games. Legends of Tabletop Podcast, creating legends one die at a time.